1: seminal sports source comes another original live content production trench talk with Devonte love taylor you bring the live rounds he'll bring the pancakes and now number 58 in your programs the number one in your hearts here's the man of the next half hour Devonte love taylor there. there he is everybody it's love taylor joining us here on another edition of trench talk this is a fun one Devonte. this is one coming fresh off a of win 33 30 over syracuse how you doing man I'm good. How are you? Good, good. How you feeling? What, what was your what was your Sunday and Monday like, man? Catch us up.
0: Uh, just watching film, recovering, and getting ready for next week, or for this week. I
1: got you. How good did it feel, Devontae? I mean, you guys have been close. You guys probably deserve to have more than one win at this point in the season, but how did it feel to finally get one?
0: It felt good. You know, um, like I've said on here before, you know, I felt like we were doing the work. We were just hurting ourselves on Saturdays, and we even hurt ourselves a couple times this Saturday. But you know we're getting better every week, and we have to build off that. Uh, we got to respond to the success, and not just respond to our failures.
1: When you guys beat North Carolina last year, that was a big success for you guys. I mean, do you, is it kind of funny that we're at this point now where they were the success for you last year, and you had to figure out how to deal with it? But now you've dealt with success, and, and it's coming into the North Carolina week.
0: Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's a whole new season, so it's not it's not really. I don't, I can't relate it, you know, last year and this year, two totally different years, you know, last year we were missing out on big picture stuff. Um, just like blatantly all over the field. And this year, it's more of the smaller things. And now we just got to figure out, learn from what we did last year, good and bad going into this week.
1: What'd you do to celebrate on Saturday, man? I'm sure, you know, it was parent, it was family weekend. I'm sure you had some family in town. No, was there, was there a certain meal that you used or, uh, how would you celebrate the Saturday victory? Uh, I didn't really celebrate. I kind of
0: went home. I hung out with my family. I hung out with my girlfriend, and we just – that's it. <laughs> Watching football.
1: How was Sunday's walkthrough? You know, coaches talked about the way to get out of the hole was just to keep putting your head down and keep working. I know you weren't going to let – you guys weren't letting the losses affect the way you prepared. But do you let a victory mm-hmm. affect anything? I mean, do you, do you let it make you guys feel a little bit good or give you a little added juice? How was Sunday's walkthrough? I wouldn't
0: say that, you know, the the biggest thing with this staff that shows to me is consistency. You know, um, they're the same no matter what. You know, just because you won doesn't mean you did everything right. And just because you lost doesn't mean you did everything wrong. So I feel like this staff, they're very good on that, where it's like, yeah, you won, but we still made mistakes. You know, you could have been – we've been one play away from from winning all season, and we could have been one play away from losing on Saturday – so it's very detail-oriented Sundays are, and they're very intense.
1: All right. Eric says, what's going on? just wanted to wish you congratulations on Saturday as those crazy Knoll fans uh, were watching from far away. So uh, lots of excited people here. We usually start our show, the podcast, with the, our guy Gator Kirk in, in uh, Virginia. Not West Virginia, but Virginia, Virginia Beach. And he says, good evening to you. Devontae asks you, if you could have one superpower, what would you choose? Beat the heels, go Noll. Uh, I don't know. Probably,
0: I probably wish I could fly.
1: Okay. Okay. I was about to you say, know, like, teleportation, just, just something like that, you know?
0: Yeah, something like that. Like, you don't want to be, like, too creepy with it. Like, because if you just teleport, it'll just pop up. But if you, like, have super speed, you can show up, like, around the corner and be like, oh, yeah, I just got here.
1: I know. Then we'd have to never worry about running late for <laughs> anything, man.
0: No, you could sleep in. I could sleeping till 7 10 for a seven fifteen meeting and just get there and be ready and everything.
1: All right. Well, with that said, let's hop over to the WordChant.com travel council. We'll also take your questions on social media, whether that's Twitter or here on YouTube. Can't pull anything off Facebook. I don't think Facebook's down. Do you, my friends, we got a group text going on. Do you use Facebook at all? Devonte? Um, I don't really use it.
0: My mom posts a lot on there and tags me and stuff and I look at it, but I don't really respond to anything or talk to anybody on Facebook.
1: Yeah, I feel like, you know, freshmen, kids in high school, they use TikTok. Adults yeah. use like Twitter. I mean, like, <laughs> I guess y'all use Instagram. It's like, who really uses it? But you know, everything is is tied in with them. Nonetheless, though, let's pop over to the warchant.com tribal council. This comes from our guy over in Hawaii, Ralph. He's a Tallahassee native, Spartan 071. He says, Aloha Devante, how's it? Great first win. The guys fought hard until the end. We are seeing less penalties these last few games. I was wondering what you think is the reason for that on to North Carolina mahalo and have a blessed week.
0: Um, I think it's seeing how the penalties cost us uh, to be honest, you know, um, previous games, we we were high on penalties and we lost close games because of that. But now, like I said before, we were just shooting ourselves in the foot, but now it's like, we're, we're trying to play more discipline and do the right things and, it could pay off because if we could have had, we could have had a penalty on the last drive or any other touchdown drive that could have cost us. And we wouldn't have been in the situation we were in. So it's like, you just got to like attention to details.
1: How good was it to have most of you guys back on the offensive line? I know, I know none of y'all feel as good as you probably did first week of September, but, but how good was it to have most of that starting five that we saw against Notre Dame kind of out there for most of the game against Syracuse?
0: It's good because it brings depth back to the room as well. You know, um, when you only have your uh, regular starters healthy, then it's very hard to have the guys that are the twos that could come in and step up. But now, you know, we got our full group back and we're ready to go.
1: Go. All right, let's uh, go back uh, to YouTube here. Johnny Burkett asks, uh, do you guys feel confident going into the North Carolina game? You know, we felt we feel confident every week, you know, the way we
0: prepare and the way our coaches prepare and they have us ready. You know, we practice. You've been at our practices. You see how intense they are. We always have the most we always have an extreme amount of confidence going into the games.
1: Do you guys pay mind at all to the fact that they, they seem to play a little bit better at home? I mean, you guys seem to play a little bit better at home as well, too. Is so that just part of the part of the game, or is there anything that you've kind of seen from them that they seem to do better, I guess, when they are at home?
0: Um, Not really. We usually don't pay attention to like home and away. We just pay attention to who they're playing and their tendencies and techniques and stuff like that. All
1: right. uh, the Empire 84. Can you tell us what the locker room was like? I think it's really cool that y'all seem to really play for and be excited for each other every week. Who broke the rock? I didn't, was there a video out there yet? Did anybody, did anybody smash the stone? How did, what, what happened oh, to that? Jordan,
0: Jordan Travis broke the stone. Okay. Okay. I,
1: didn't
0: know that. <laughs> I right. had to. But, uh, no, that's really cool, you know, especially um, him not getting to play the week before and coming out and performing like that. You can't help but be happy for a guy like that. You know, he's always positive. He's just – he's a good person, good teammate, good friend. You know, you get excited for guys like that, especially when
1: they're making plays. So how was it I – mean, were, were people, like, live streaming on Instagram? The
0: Yeah, time? yeah. I, you know, I'm an older guy. I didn't really do the uh, Instagram live. A lot of the freshmen, they were dancing and stuff. You know, they got their first win, and it was it was a good time.
1: Much needed, though, right? I mean, like, again, like, have you allowed yourself, I guess there's at least like a 24-hour rule. Did you at least give yourself and most of your teammates uh, give themselves 24 hours to enjoy the victory, to enjoy the success?
0: Not 24. I'd say you get about eight.
1: Okay. <laughs> you cool.
0: got to get ready the next day. You got to come back in because you got to watch the tape. And then once you, once you get back in the meetings, it's not enjoying it no more. It's time to go back to work.
1: All right, man. Let's uh, jump back over to the warchant.com tribal council reminder hit that thumbs up button, maybe even subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's totally free. It's in the lower right corner underneath Devante. Just hit subscribe and then hit the bell and set your notifications. Uh, we certainly would appreciate it. It helps get the message out to everybody. Let them know that we got a live show with Devontae Love Taylor every Monday for uh twenty twenty-five minutes or so here on YouTube. So we certainly would appreciate it. As we go back to the tribal council, warchant.com. This comes from Norton underscore Noel. He's got two questions. Let's uh go one at a time. Uh, What a feeling getting that first win. Love seeing how you all fought together through adversity uh, and stuck with it. A couple questions for you. First one, while we got the win, players and coaches noted there were a few things to clean up. How much more receptive are players to being coached up after a win compared to a loss? And do you think the increased receptivity to these messages leads to more improvement down the road?
0: Well, I feel like at this level, especially – at a program like Florida State, you know, if you can't be receptive to coaching, no matter the situation, then I feel like you aren't going to be very highly recruited. So I feel like, especially on our team, all of our players except coaching win or loss. And like I said, like our staff is so consistent, you know, you're going to the same win or loss. If you step the wrong way in a loss, you're getting yelled at. If you won and you step the wrong way, you're still getting yelled at.
1: How, I mean... You mentioned it that they're they're consistent. I mean, how does that help you as a player to kind of know what you can always expect from this coaching staff? It
0: helps a lot because you're never too high or never too low. Like you like if for example, if I took bad footwork on a long touchdown run, when we come and film the next day, it's not about the touchdown run, it's about my footwork. And that's just how that's why I feel like we are so prepared and confident going into every week because that's how we're coached and that's why we respond how we respond when we're down because that's just how we work
1: i'm gonna let you brag on yourself for a second if you'd like our, our own austin cox who you're familiar with is a writer for us on warchant.com uh was mentioned that you he thought you had a couple of key blocks against syracuse that, that helped spring some big runs Was there was there a play or two that you can kind of recall in your mind where you you definitely did your job and, and kind of helped spring something
0: well not just me it was, it was
1: our whole group you know if i'm Pulling and kicking a block, there had to be
0: something done on the other on the left side of the line for me to get there. There had to be a tight end behind me getting a block or a tackle behind me getting a block. You know, those big plays we make, it's just if I do something good, that's just me doing my 111th. You know, those big plays that happen, that's 11 people doing their job. And that's why those plays happen because it's everybody doing
1: their job. You know, you mentioned that we are at practice, so we, we are able to see the way you guys get after it. We're there for Tuesday and Wednesday. We don't see Thursday and Friday. I, I assume Thursday might be a little more situational, four-minute, two-minute drill, one-minute drill. I guess, you know, in terms of how you guys prepare, how do you prepare and how confident were you guys when you were able to get the ball back late in that game against Syracuse to drive down and kick the field goal?
0: You know, we practice two-minute drill every week. Um so we are very confident. We've had a few two-minute drills this season already. So it was just another It was another day. We were confident in each other. We had been communicating the whole game. We knew what to expect. And we knew 13 was going to do what he had to do. And we did what we needed to do.
1: How much of his two big runs on that last drive did you see? Or was it like were you just like head on a swivel trying to do something and then you just hear the roar of the crowd and you see he's 30 yards downfield?
0: It's a little bit of both. You know, once you're engaged with your guy and he starts running, instead of at you, he starts turning around and going the other way. You kind of know what's happening. But then you just chase the ball that way in case we got to hurry up and get, get set. But we saw – I saw him on the one. We were chasing the very first one, the long one. I saw it once he got out the pocket. But, Do you
1: ever look up at the Jumbotron during the game to see, like, what's going on?
0: So after a play or, like, if there's a penalty, I'll look up at it and see the previous play to just to see what I did because, you know, we don't have film on the sidelines. Like, we can't see what we're doing on film until after the games. So sometimes I'll look at the Jumbotron during, like, a TV timeout if they're showing replays, like the recap highlights and everything, just seeing what
1: I did on those plays. Do you guys get photos at all? Do you guys see anything on the sideline? Do you guys at least have photographs to look at on the sideline between drives or anything?
0: No, we just – we. that's why you have to have such good communication within the group because when you come off of the sideline, it's the five people that were in, you have to communicate what you had in front of you, what the linebackers were lined up like, what they did during the play. Did but you? If we have an 11-play drive, we'll start at play one and have to go all the way to 11 and tell them what exactly happened on each play. That way, if there is corrections, they
1: can fix it you and you'll remember all 11 plays that you just ran when you're like on the sideline.
0: most of it most of it look at you man big helmet it's it's everybody you know because if Darius if he's at left tackle and he had something on play five of a 12 play drive and we can do something that'll benefit off of it later he has to remember that
1: good point good point all right let's get back uh to the question from Norton, oh, let's go to the second part of it. He says, the announcers talked about players in the trenches looking tired towards the end of the second quarter, specifically on the defense. Can you give us some insight into conditioning during the season, or does all conditioning happen before the season starts? Obviously, I understand if some guys are being held out due to injury, but uh, any insight into how you guys condition when you are in season?
0: Um, in season, it's we condition, I think, three times a week. I don't really Remember, I'm just out there working, but, um, and then getting in football shape and just running are two totally different things. The best way to get in football shape is to play football, and it's hard to simulate games, especially during a season, because you don't want to go full speed 100% every day, ones versus ones, because that's how guys get banged up. But, you know, in the trenches, you know, when you're 300 pounds, 320 around there, and it's 90 degrees outside, you know, they're, they're going to look a little tired. It's
1: only fair, man. Is, you know, you, you mentioned it. The only way to get into football shape is to actually play football. But is there anything that you guys do conditioning-wise running? Is there any drill or added resistance they'll do with you that you think is like, man, this is this is about as close as it's going to get or it's something that you think does get you guys into a pretty good mindset or at least, you know, cardiovascular-wise? Uh, to uh, be- I would say
0: tempo, tempo drill, you know. Uh, we usually – we do it. Every, I think we do it three times a week, but it's just um, going against the defense at a fast pace. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's, uh, let's get Johnny, Johnny Burkett. Is it Johnny Burkett or is it Burkett? I don't know. Let me know, Johnny. I'm terrible at pronouncing names, but then the last thing like Hudge of anything, that wouldn't be a problem, but nonetheless, it mm-hmm. is. Uh, chances you guys are going to wear white uniforms and white helmets this weekend, or is that just for recruits?
0: Uh, I, I do not know the answer to that. That is above my pay grade. I'll, I just wear what they put in my locker and try my best to block.
1: So you guys, so, so the, uh, unity council, you guys don't have any input into what you guys wear. That's all like a coach Norvell higher up decision.
0: Yeah. I'm not even sure if he decides to be honest, we just, you know, we're very traditional. So we just get on or put on what they give
1: us. Hey, let me ask you, you, you might not know this. i I've, everybody keeps asking us to ask coach Norvell, but it's like, we're talking to him about balls. So it's, we can't really like find ways to sneak this stuff in. But do you know what's up with the tomahawks on the helmets? Like, you I remember, I'm sure as a kid, you remember watching Florida say play and they had the tomahawk stickers on the helmets. Do you guys still do that? Or is that is that something that only happens? Uh, the or what's the deal with that?
0: I'm not sure. I don't think we've done them since I've been here. Yeah. And we've never really talked about it.
1: Okay. All right. I'll, uh, one of these days I'll ask them. Everyone keeps getting on our case. Like, hey, ask them all right. <laughs> All right, let's go back to uh, tribal council warchant.com. This is from Dottie FH. Just wondering if the team was aware of the fans who stayed for the game afterwards and sang the fight song and the war chant as you guys left the stadium. The fans that stayed were a happy bunch and proud of the team. Thank you.
0: So we weren't, we couldn't hear it in the locker room, but my uh, girlfriend actually sent me a video as she was leaving, and you could hear it like as the game was over. And I thought that was really cool. All
1: right. How long do you stay on the field? Like on Saturday after a win, was it just like field goal goes through? Like, all right, awesome. Like I'm getting out of my pads. I'm going to the locker room. Or like how long do you usually linger around on the field after a game, Devon?
0: Uh, about five minutes. You know, you talk to the guys you just played against, chop it up for a little bit, tell them good game, wish them luck the rest of the season. um, And then sing the fight song and then just Bounce. head to the locker room.
1: Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh have you have you ever gotten like mad at somebody after a game have you ever gone to a guy that you went up against and be like hey man like you you played cheap or like, like have you ever like try to settle something like after a game and be like hey what was up with that and, and try to kind of get the cooler heads to prevail no not really it's more like if if i beat somebody
0: or i get them good like i think last week i had a good block and the kid came up to me and talked to me after if somebody beat me with a move i'll be like oh you got me with a nice move in the second quarter And
1: you just chop it up. All right, there you go. Good, good, man. Sportsmanship, man. There's a big statue out front of the stadium about it. Uh, (laughs) Bobby Johnson asked, "How much weights do y'all do a week?"
0: Uh, about three, three to four, depending on what you, um, what your program is. You know, I usually lift Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. Um, some guys they'll go Sunday. Wednesday, Friday, and they might lift before the game if they're not playing.
1: Does everybody lift on Sunday?
0: Uh, yes, yes. Oh. After the game, everybody lifts.
1: Oh, like, that's brutal. I can't, I mean, I, I remember, like, if, you know, for most of us that are not high-level athletes, like, if we go, like, a month without working out, like, you get super sore, and the next thing, like, oh, I'm yeah. sore. But, like, that, com- nothing of that compares to, like, going through actual football game. But you go through everything – you play 70 snaps and then Sunday you guys got a lift?
0: Yeah, but usually you don't get really sore until the second day. So it's better to get it in on Sunday. You know, we usually do like our heavier lifts on Sunday. That way we get a full six days to recover.
1: All right. Good stuff. All right, man. I think that's, uh, let's, oh, here we go. Here we go. Beast comes right at the buzzer as we're winding things down. Post your questions here, everybody. We'll, we'll take them. We got them for a few more minutes or post them on the tribal council warchant.com. Beast thirty five seventeen. what's your other favorite sport to play besides football and maybe your other favorite sport to watch?
0: Uh, basketball for sure. I had hoop dreams until I realized I wasn't going to be 6'8". But <laughs> football is working out so far.
1: So both and, – like, and you watch NBA too? Is that like your, your – Oh, yeah. Well, not even the NBA.
0: I like watching uh, March Madness. Right. That's I right. like watching the smaller schools for the bigger schools and just seeing those guys that like nobody knew – become like twitter sensations
1: well, i know man i missed the tournament two years that was that was sad times for us let me uh, go back to work to twitter make sure we don't have anything on twitter we had one question but it was i can't even pull it up it's crazy it's complete craziness it's complete craziness <laughs> Devonte all these all these questions that people have um again a reminder hit that thumbs up button while you're here everybody watching us on youtube uh, as we get things winding down here on trench talk with Devonte love taylor so Devonte what's so then What's the plan for tomorrow? I know you guys practice like around nine or whatever. and We're out there usually watching you. So, like what time do you get up on a Tuesday? And what what's the what's everything that goes into Tuesday before we actually see you guys practice in the morning?
0: Okay, so for me, I'll get up uh at 515. This is Tuesday and Wednesdays. I get up at five fifteen. I usually get to the training room about five forty-five, uh, get treatment rehab and everything. The first meetings at 715. Um you meet until about 8.30, 8.40, and then you're on the field. You practice after practice. Uh, you have a lift af- right after practice, and then you're done for the day, but usually we come back and watch film around 5 or 6. And then uh, Wednesdays, they're usually the same exact schedule as Tuesdays, minus the lift, and then Thursdays are more of a mental focus day. And Friday, practice and travel day.
1: So tomorrow, like 7 a.m., you have a meeting. Is that like a an all-team meeting? Is it all offense, or is it just you and the offensive lineman that have a meeting? Um, special teams starts at 7.15, but none of the O-line are really on special teams, so
0: we we meet, but the rest of the team's in special teams. Okay.
1: All right, so a couple more questions coming in right at the last second here. Uh, Steve Johnson asks, uh, what are the toughest reads as a lineman?
0: Probably seeing uh, – inside pressure from guys who don't give it away you know especially when you're down in a three-point stance seeing like safeties rotate because they're going to rotate to wherever the pressure is coming from and you got to be able to see that but you know when you're down in a three-point stance and there's a lineman in front of you and then a linebacker behind him you can't really see too much so it's just that's probably the toughest but you can learn to do it
1: with Syracuse was that a tricky matchup at all for you guys with the amount of pressure they bring and I guess the amount of zone they run
0: um, I felt like uh, Coach Atkins did a great job of having us prepared for it. You know, the first couple series, you know, they're always like you got to feel it out and just see what the tendencies are because it's one thing to see it on film, but it's another thing to see it right in front of you. But I felt like we handled it pretty well.
1: How much of that stuff that you – how much of that can you get from scout looks? I mean, it, I know the scout team defense is trying to line up and give you looks of what the opposing defense is going to give, but, I mean, like a defensive lineman – here that's, you know, non-scholarship can't really give you the, the technique that you're probably going to see from somebody that plays like North Carolina, I would assume, right? Or am I yeah. wrong, they give you a pretty good look. Now our, our scout
0: team does a great job of giving us looks, but you know, at the end of the day, you're not going against the guy you're going to see on Saturday, whether it's, whether I'm going against a freshman who's just raw right now, but could be better than somebody on Saturday that I'm going against Saturday or vice versa. But, you know, you're never really going against the same exact person.
1: Tough one from Bobby. Who would you rather beat more, Florida or Miami?
0: I don't – I can't really answer that. I'd love to beat them both. <laughs> there
1: you go. Correct answer. There you go. There you go. Wait, wait to crush that one. That's that's the correct answer. Encore uh, asks, who's your favorite teammate, uh, favorite person to hang around with? His favorite coach is going to be Coach Atkins, obviously. I would, I would assume. <laughs> um I guess, so if you want to say your favorite team is, like if you got married tomorrow, like who would, would, would there somebody be like your best man on the, on the team? Make the groomsmen.
0: I, I, I can't pick one. I would just have, I have a hundred and how many, we got 115. I fifteen. I'd have 115 guys right there. I'd make them bring their own dates. So I can't find 115 girls for them. Hey,
1: <laughs> a favorite person to hang with. Like, so maybe that's not on the offense. If you had to hang out with somebody who's on the defense, like who would be the guy you'd rock with? Like, all right, I can rock with this guy.
0: I gotta go with uh, with
1: Kier. Okay. Pop. Oh, pop. Pop. All right, right on. All right, man, <laughs> we made it to the we made it to the finish line, man. We got through all the questions over on the Tribal Council as well as here on YouTube, uh, and our Twitter uh, contributions, if you will. So uh, we do appreciate it. everybody. Thank you for watching. If you hit the thumbs up on the way out, we would appreciate that as well, and hit the uh, subscribe button in the lower right corner underneath the Devontae, hey, man, we really appreciate you taking some time out. Uh, know you're super tired, probably, I would I would assume. <laughs> we do appreciate you joining us, man. Best of luck uh, this Saturday against North Carolina, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. He's Devontae. I'm Aslan. Thanks so much for watching this edition of Trench Talk. Stay connected to warchant.com for more on the Florida State football program.